It's, uh, of course, uh, <laughs> I want to welcome you all to the new edition of Bite Mars Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio. And of course, this is the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. And this week, we'll get right into the conversation. We'll be talking to this great panel we got put together here. We got Denise Yamaguchi from the Hawaii Agriculture Foundation. We got Ken Kozuma from Waipahu Intermediate and Keith Matsumoto from Design Thinking Hawaii and Pictor. And of course, I want to welcome you all to Bite Marks Cafe. You guys still with me? Oh, yes, yeah, we're, we're here. Okay. Well, I'm yeah, good. To, I'm glad to hear that there's somebody on the other end of this uh, <laughs> phone line. I I do want to start off by uh, maybe doing some quick introductions. You know, I, I kind of did say who uh, you all are, but you know, maybe maybe we'll start with Denise and and tell us a little bit about what does uh, the Hawaii Ag Foundation do. So the Hawaii Ag Foundation was created in 2007 to promote agriculture and farming in the state of Hawaii. And we have three main initiatives. One is to support our farmers um, through technical assistance programs. Um, the second one is um, public education, ag education in the public schools. And the third is community outreach programs. And so that's basically what the Ag Foundation does. We have um, educational ag education programs that go from kindergarten to 12th grade and um, an array of different kinds of programs to get kids excited about careers in agriculture. So you're on the, you're on the education side of the, the equation, right? That's correct. So education, farmer education, we do um, student education, and then public education. Got it, got it. And, and of course, uh, Ken, you're on the, on the I guess, uh, supply side where, you know, the, the students that might be recipients of uh, this education are, are, are at the Waipahu Intermediate. And so, Ken, I mean, you're the, what, you're the ag teacher over there, right? Uh, yes, I'm an ag teacher at Waipahu Intermediate and FFA advisor. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we, we just started our program um, back in uh, 2017, and so uh, starting it pretty new, um, but super excited because, uh, you know, we're, we're able to, to work with people like, uh, you know, Hawaii Ag Foundation and Design Thinking Hawaii, and we're able to, you know, try and integrate some of this uh, amazing technology and, and uh, you know, try and change kind of the, the trajectory of, of of ag education. Yeah, no, that's great. And 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 the third component, the third important stool in this uh uh ecosystem here is what uh Keith Matsumoto and Design Thinking Hawaii brings to the table and that's kind of the the tech element, right? I mean, Keith, so describe a little bit about what I know what Design Thinking does and maybe maybe you can, you know, for some of our listeners who might not know what Design Thinking you know is, maybe give us a little bit of a uh crash course on it and then how does design thinking get into the sort of like the, the, the tech space of ag? Okay, well, design thinking is a is really human-centered design. Mm-hmm. And the process we use is the process from Stanford University, the D school there, uh, because it's an open-source open process. And you know, Design Thinking in Hawaii was started in 2010 to kind of like help teach and, and encourage the adoption and implementation of design thinking in businesses and organizations and especially schools in the state. And so we've been doing that 
but as we kind of developed our program to realize that there was a need to expand uh, sort of the problem-solving skills and, and, and develop that ability to search and grit and prototype. Uh, and so we started working in, in the space of coding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we had a technology from Korea that was a little car that we taught programming to, to teachers and, and subsequently students. And from there, that has moved us into a space where we wanted to transition into ag. So it's coding, uh, training kids to code, but with the context of in agriculture. So it's using sensors that are relevant for agriculture, for example, LED light. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, perfect. So, yeah, I, I, I'm familiar with the car because uh, I've had uh, Ian come on and talk about, Ian Kitajima come on and talk about uh, uh, Altino, and, and, and that was a pretty cool system. And I can see where a, a, a system that maybe leverages an understanding about egg uh, and using sensors uh, would be would be a very logical like next step. So so tell me um, maybe Ken is probably the one to tell me about this question. But the where you know where did this collaboration start from? Was it you Ken raising the interest level of you know getting getting something for for the students to get their hands on or who who approached who and how did this collaboration get started? Um, I, I think it uh, started from Mr. Matsumoto. So, um, and um, we we really just are just starting to get in, into this. Um, um, I was I was kind of running some design thinking workshops, and and we we kind of th- threw it out there to ask ask him to to come down and, and help us. Um, and he saw some of the caliber of students that I had, and 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 he thought that maybe we might be able to to be able to. You know, utilize some of the, the technology and and start pushing more ag tech in our in our program, and um, it kind of started from there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and uh, Denise, I mean, are you are you all over the state, or is Waipahu Intermediate one of the schools that your program <clears throat> is is uh, delivered to? So Hawaii Ag Foundation delivers um, our programs, and we have a number of programs ag education programs statewide. So Ken is one of the programs and is involved with um, one, of, one of the initiatives that we have um, out there. And I, I can't remember, Ken, what um, program is Hawaii Ag Foundation? What program are you utilizing right now with Hawaii Ag Foundation? We did the um, the entrepreneur, the young entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. So um, one of the big programs for Hawaii Ag Foundation is this program called Young Entrepreneurs. And basically, we take agriculture and culinary programs and we teach the teachers how to teach the kids the business side of ag and culinary. And mm-hmm. so that can involved with that program. But a number of our other programs, like Where Would We Be Without Seeds, VeggieU, um, Kids Cooking Local, Mm-hmm. We have an aquaponics program. Um, all run through run through as a continuum through K through twelve. And this year we're working with um, Keith to try to see where we can insert technology into those agricultural education programs. So um, we're looking forward to doing some of that 
with um, some of the technology that they've introduced us to. And so, you know, I do want Keith to describe a little bit about the systems uh, that design thinking <clears throat> has has really put into the hands of, of some of these students. And, you know, if I recall the Altino, you know, there's a, a lot of sensors and capability to do, like, block programming and con- kind of control the car. And so I, I would imagine that there's some similar kinds of, of features and, and functions that the um, uh, smart egg system might uh, might contain. Uh, but I want to hold that thought, Keith. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to you when we... Uh, Come back after this uh, short break to continue our conversation with. We got Denise Yamaguchi from the Hawaii Ag Foundation. We've got Ken Kozuma from Waipahu Intermediate School and Keith Matsumoto from Design Thinking Hawaii. And we're talking about Smart Ag. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Honolulu Waldorf School. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Denise Yamaguchi from the Hawaii Ag Foundation. We got Ken Kozuma from Waipahu Intermediate School and Keith Matsumoto from Design Thinking Hawaii and Pictor. And of course, right before the break, uh, you know, we're kind of getting into the the some of the technology uh, that is being introduced to uh, the students that are interest, interested in egg and you know these uh, these systems that the Design Thinking Hawaii got uh, got access to. Uh, one one I have seen on the website called IoT uh, Smart Egg, and another one called. Uh, or IoT Smart Farm, and the other one was uh, IoT Desktop Farm. So maybe, uh, Keith, describe what it is that these systems do, and what is it that students are able to program uh, when when they start to think about how this might apply to agriculture? Sure, sure, Bert. The, um, the Desktop Farm is a unit that is um, it's scratch-based programming. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's block coding, so fairly simple, which means even adults can do it. Um, and and it, it, it's basically you, you code to do things like turn on lights. Mm-hmm. So you can detect if it's dark and there's a light sensor to determine what the light um, reading is. And if it's too dark, it'll turn on a light. Now, there's different LED lights. So part of the connection to agriculture would be what light spectrum of LEDs, what mix of red, blue, etc., mm-hmm. would be best for, example, growing leafy leafy greens, lettuce, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. There's water pumps, there's a fan, there's heaters. And so there are a number of different sensors that are actually also part of the larger classroom farm where you can actually put plants in. But that, again, is still a coding system. Mm-hmm. So, again, mm-hmm. it's the transition from coding but introducing agriculture. And in that way, it sort of fits in to the Hawaii Ag Foundation curriculum where uh, you could have students who uh, understand how to do block coding and they can grab into this and be given some simple problems on you know, researching what is the light spectrum to best grow lettuce, as an example. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. could do coding to see what would, what they would come up with. What would you say, are, you know, basically, what's the difference between the, that IoT smart farm and the, and the desktop farm? 
the desktop farm is a, a uh, it's in an acrylic case. Mm-hmm. It's really nicely packaged, and um, you can see it on our website. But again, you just you just that's where you learn your coding basics. Okay, so say now you have your code, and you've done some research on how you can implement it into an agricultural setting, particular to grow, again like lettuce. You could get some lettuce plants, throw it into the larger um, unit, which is like what we call it a classroom farm. Mm-hmm. And you could use that same code that you did on the desktop farm and implement it into that larger unit and see how it grows. And, and Ken, was this something that you could easily incorporate into a curriculum or did, did um, Denise have to find the right sort of curriculum to bring together and integrate you know the the smart egg system with the actual education. How did how did that happen? I mean, uh, was it something that you can did first to bring it together, or or was there a a good? I mean, was it a collaboration that needed to have the education curriculum part, you know, woven into it? Um, so this is actually perfect timing because um, you know there there's such a big push with coding now, mm-hmm. and so. Um, I, I introduced it to to my students, and I kind of just showed it to them, and they're like instantly amazed, and they like just wanted to dive right into it. And so, the the curriculum kind of writes itself almost. Um, and so, what what I do is is um, pose some some questions and and challenges, and like looking at real world situations, and um, and ask them to solve some of these things, like. Like looking at NASA, for example, um, and they were they're doing some research with um, pepper plants mm-hmm. um, on the international space stations, and so you know, kind of like what Keith was just talking about with the the light spectrums and things. So, um, asking them to research and and figure out what the best light um, uh, spectrum would be for different stages of the plants, and having them research it and then actually code it on on these. Um, simulators and it's su- super amazing and the kids are really interested in it. And so, so Ken, I mean, I'm I'm curious, how long uh, has the system been in your classroom? Is this something that was just this past semester, or is it uh, been a year course for some of the students? Uh, we just had it um, uh, maybe a little over a month, I think. Um, or we we just kind of started using it a, a, a little over a month, I, I guess mm-hmm, I should say, because mm-hmm. we we're, were trying to finish up another project that we had before, so I, I didn't have any overlap. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, it's, it's so cool. The, the kids can't wait to to jump on it and and play with it and and just try new things. So when you're you, you know you're coming up to a summer vacation, right? So did you did you already craft uh you know some assignments and and some projects that they could complete by the end of uh, this this uh, semester uh yeah so um i'm i'm just constantly just creating new challenges for them um and then just just posting it so there's some kids that are like really you know really enthusiastic so they're they're constantly asking me for new things and so i'm posting new new things in in our google classroom account and um and then um it's pretty cool because I'm going to be running a, a summer enrichment class, so we can use this during our summer too. So it's not going to go to waste during the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Denise, what are you what are you learning from this experience with Ken incorporating it into his his curriculum? So um, we've known early on that you know kids are interested in agriculture, but 
later on down the road, you know, it, farming is hard is a hard work, and mm-hmm. so we knew that by inserting technology into some of our ag programs that it would create a stronger interest in careers in ag. So, you know, exactly what Ken is doing is he's introduced it, and of course, you know, you find kids more fascinated by the types of jobs they can get by, you know, having technology applications. And so that, that's the, the main goal is to get um, the students and kids really interested in, in the industry. You know, the average age of farmers across the nation and in Hawaii is 60 years of age. And so if we don't get students interested in, in agriculture, we can have as much water, land, and everything else. But if we don't have people human resources that want to do this, it'll be hard. So it's, it's exactly what Ken is doing is, is, you know, implementing those types of technologies to continue the interest. I mean, kids from a young age show interest in growing things, but mm-hmm. then you have to continue that interest as they get through middle school and high school. And so, you know, we, we knew that by doing this, um, we would be able to capture and hopefully hold on to kids that really want to go into the field. Ken, when when uh, what what grade is your students? Are they like the seventh graders, eighth graders? Yeah, I have a mix between seventh and eighth grade. And so, what is it that um, what what let's say pathway uh, do they continue this this uh, exploration once they leave the eighth grade? Is there something ninth grade and into high school? What's the what's the pathway that might continue? You know their interest in this this sort of intersection of tech and ag. Oh yeah, so um, traditionally, before we had all this, then a lot of these kind of more tech students were going into the IET pathway, so the industrial engineering technology pathway, mm-hmm. which is not a bad pathway. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I mean, of, of course, being an ag teacher, we want the kids to go into ag, and so now with with this integration, they're they're in, introduced to ag and technology, and so. A lot of them are are changing their mind and, and wanting to go into our the high school Waipala High School's uh, Academy of Natural Resources. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now, I I wanna I wanna kind of direct this one to uh, Keith. Uh, <clears throat> basically, understanding like what's the you know is this a, a pilot that's taking place at Waipahu and are there other schools that might be interested in in this this kind of integration of tech and ag, but Keith, we're going to hold that thought. We'll be right back at a short break to continue our conversation with Denise Yamaguchi, Ken Kozuma, and Keith Matsumoto. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Ulupono Initiative. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lam. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Denise Yamaguchi from the Hawaii Egg Foundation. We got Ken Kozuma from Waipahu Intermediate School and Keith Matsumoto from Design Thinking Hawaii. Right before the break, uh, uh, Ken was doing a good job of, of sort of explaining the the pathway that students might might uh, continue on from Waipahu Intermediate and you know getting into the egg program and, and uh, taking some of that interest into high school uh, in the natural sciences area. And, and Keith, you know, from a design thinking standpoint, is Waipahu a pilot? And how 
what are your sort of expansive dreams of making this happen across the state? Yeah, well, thanks, Bert. That's, that's a great question. Um, you know, Waipahu is one of our pilots. We, uh, you know, when you have an amazing teacher with amazing students, it, it gives you a great opportunity to do amazing things. But we also have done work with Lelihua High School, mm-hmm. and they have a fantastic ag program with Jackie Freitas. And so that work there is, is amazing. They've gone through, we've gone through a number of sessions with that complex, and um, we have a lot of interest from the Mililani complex as well. And so they're looking at um, all, being all in on this. Pro City High School is another one that has bought units, uh, as well as a number of programs, the alternative learning program from the DOE, um, schools on Molokai mm-hmm. and Kauai, Kauai High School as well. But we also have a very strong partner with Kamehameha Schools that has added for us a very important component, which is the Hawaiian cultural component mm-hmm. and how it's important to tie farming and ag into our aina. And I think that piece really um, provides that really good context for, for um, our historical basis of ag in this state and um, uh, kind of really allows that interdisciplinary mix between culture Technology and ag, and and Keith, uh, I'm I'm glad you brought up the Kamehameha School cultural aspect of it, and I'm I'm curious, and maybe if if uh, Ken has has experimented with this or or thought about this, but <clears throat> you know, in the in the cultural um, uh, perspective, you know, there's a lot of emphasis on on the moon cycle, and and I'm just curious uh, if anybody's looked at correlating kind of like the moon cycle with some of the, you know, the, the sensors, <clears throat> sensors and how you might adjust various things to meet uh, the, the moon cycle. <clears throat> so maybe that's a, maybe that's a Ken question. And uh, has there been any thought about finding the correlation between uh, maybe a traditional farming technique to, you know, what some of the smart egg might reveal? Uh no, that's a great question and um, something that I will be looking into next. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that would be cool. You know, when you when you look at the intersection between technology and and indigenous knowledge and traditional traditional knowledge and and practices, I'd be curious to see what's the correlation between uh, uh, you know like a traditional understanding, especially the moon cycle, and how you might find. Uh, a, a connection or correlation with some of the scientific aspects of, you know, programming and, and, and designing a system that would perhaps match or enhance, you know, that traditional knowledge. Yeah, that, that's a good point, too, because um, like what Keith was talking about, about um, doing interdisciplinary um, units, and um, that's actually a, a part of our science curriculum as well mm-hmm. uh, in the middle school. And so... That would be a great intersection between um, culture, um, science, and ag, too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Sounds good. And, and um, Denise, I mean, do you, you know, you're, you're seeing the work that's coming out of Waipahu. Uh, Keith just mentioned uh, a whole handful of, of schools that are creating uh, not only the interest, but perhaps delving into the curriculum as well. How do you envision let's say, a collaboration or sharing of best practices or, uh, you know, how do some of the schools interact with each other? Is this something that 
they all pretty much do it themselves and work on their own? Or what's the ability and availability of schools interacting with each other? So I think there's a number of ways that um, that the schools can interact. You know, we, Hawaii Ag Foundation, really work with the teachers um, and through teacher trainings of all of our programs, the teachers are, um, are trained together, so they're able to exchange knowledge through those teacher trainings. Mm-hmm. The other thing is um, some of this equipment is expensive, and so we're finding and we've, we've looked for ways in which um, there can be a sharing of equipment because, you know, these smart technologies, some of these smart farms are expensive, and so we're looking for ways in which that kind of collabor- collaboration can take place. But um, really, it's you know, in looking at our current programs and looking at the future, it's really having teachers interact with each other. Like if, if one teacher from a previous year had done or um, implemented, let's just say, veggie in their classroom and found some of the, um, the um, lessons they're teaching or some of the um, modules they're teaching to be effective or they have questions or some of the ways that they've been implementing are, are better than others, it's that sharing of knowledge between teachers. I think that's really important mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. collaborating. Yeah, Absolutely. And and Keith, you know, in terms of uh, uh, what what Denise pointed out, you know, this is not inexpensive technology, and and as you start to expand across the different schools, how do you see sort of sustaining this effort uh, from a, you know, do do kids have to do fundraisers? I mean, how does how does the systems get paid for, and how do you see this sustaining across the various schools, and now pick it up? Well, I think I think the Department of Education is supportive of um, of these type of activities, especially because of the coding requirement. But as it transitions into support for ag, um, you know, we really need to reestablish ag as a pillar of our economy again, and as Anish mentioned, reinforce our workforce in the ag industry. So there is a strong commitment from the leadership of BOE, but we also have, you know, nonprofits, foundations like the Public Schools of Hawaii Foundation that are always there to provide support. In fact, the units at Waipahu Intermediate are, are because of, of the, the fantastic work of the Public Schools of Hawaii Foundation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and <clears throat> so, so they've helped to kickstart this and, and, and get it into uh, the schools. You know, do you see this obviously being a part of uh, the, the initiative of computer science and education? I mean, you know, if you're learning how to program a smart farm i mean obviously you got to do some some uh you know computer science background right yeah well you know i view ag as truly applied stem mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's an integration of of the science obviously the technology engineering because we're going to have to engineer solutions on some of these things and and obviously you need the math to be able to do all of that but but it, it you know computer science robotics programs I can see a, the, the, the collaboration among all of these programs into ag and ending up into the food service side as well, mm-hmm. the culinary areas. Mm-hmm. So it, it provides a really strong pathway and workforce development for all these different sectors. So, Keith, uh, final question. Where can people find out more about uh, design thinking and some of the smart systems that you guys are, are implementing? Yeah, please go to our website, uh, designthinkinghawaii.org. 
thospacesdesignthinkinghawaii.org. Very good. I'll put that up on our show notes for later on. Denise Yamaguchi is the executive director of the Hawaii Agriculture Foundation. we got Ken Kozuma, and he is the ag teacher over at Waipahu Intermediate School. And Keith Matsumoto, co-founder of Design Thinking Hawaii. I want to thank them all for joining us today. And, of course, thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week uh, when we'll reprise a recent show that we did about East meets West and Oceanet's Blast Ninja. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find a podcast of tonight's show on BiteMarsCafe.org. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR1 every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app or your favorite podcast application. You stay safe. You stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marsh Cafe. And, of course, take care. See you next week. Aloha. <laughs>